Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. Well, I have a, a really awesome guest today, um, a very beautiful lady. Um, I'm going to let her tell you her name and her show name, and then I'm going to play a beautiful song. I think we all need a little peacefulness right now uh, by Nikki Adio called Peace. So, Andrea, tell everyone who you are, sweetheart. Uh, I'm Andrea Kapinski, and my show is The Voice of Hope. Okay, Andrea, I'm going to play this song because I think this is perfect for our show today. having a problem Andrew we're gonna to have to start over again okay now it's connecting again okay guys we're back I'm having some technical difficulties here I'm not really sure if it's because of the weather here we're having some snow so it did stop and it just restarted <clears throat> so what we're gonna do hello everybody um, we had some technical difficulties I'm not sure if it's because of the weather here right now, but the encoder kept starting and stopping. Hi, Steve. Let me know how it sounds now. Um, all right, Andrea. So listen, this is what we're going to do. Um, we're going to start the interview from here. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to just say hello again to everyone. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. I've got a really, really incredible guest for you. Her name is Andrea. 
Um, she's with the voice of hope. But you know what, Andrea, before I even say hello, I want to read your poem, okay? Okay. So then everybody can really hear what's happening with you and your life. Here we go. A woman messaged me a few months ago about mutual friends that we both know to interview me about my book, Time for Families to Have a Look. The interview went well, and now it's her turn to be interviewed by me with so much to learn. The mountains of Tennessee is where she grew up. Andrea Kaczynski drinks from a full cup. Her mom, dad, and brothers with her gospel was sang, known as the Voiles family, a Christian singing gang. In college, studied music, a teacher wanted to be, but then the loss of her dad stopped her music degree. She then moved to Florida, where the fight of her life soon began, a medical condition for 15 years, no diagnosis that long of a span. Then finally, some answers, a rare condition she was told. Chiari malformation, now answers would unfold. Brain and spinal surgeries, near-death experience too. Her quality of life improved. Andrea, God was with you. An emotionally abusive marriage, many years you were in. Also a child suffering addiction, almost died helping your kin. Finally knew it was God, not you to save her. Addiction is horrible when it does occur. Two children and four grands, oldest grandkid you raised. Blessed the both of you. Your love is surely praised. Through all of this, you still wrote music and poems. Let's promote. A wonderful lady, Krista Joy is a gem, helping bring music back. Hope hit your soul again. Krista is our connection, a lady I also met, girlfriend I love you, someone I won't forget. Event coordinating, you started to do, finally reaching your dream, spreading hope from you. The show you created, the voice of hope, sharing your story to a broad scope. Allowing others to also share their life stories for lives to spare. Our common denominator that we both proclaim, our Heavenly Father, as we praise his name. Andrea, that's for you, sweetheart. Oh, thank you so much. Not to cry. Um, <laughs> thank you, Jerry, so much. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Uh, you're welcome. So why don't we start with you telling everyone a little bit about your journey and what brought you to this point with the voice of hope? Um, well, what started with the voice of hope is when I found out about my diagnosis of Chiari malformation uh, 14 years ago, um, I was resigning from my job. And on that day, I was resigning from my job. I was packing everything away in my office. And I just, I prayed, I said, Lord, someday when I find out what's wrong with me, I want to... Uh, spread hope to the world through my struggles and never did I imagine what would entail the next 14 years of my life and um, a year about a year later I found out what I had this rare condition and uh, through the next 13 or so years um, I had the brain surgery soon after that uh, and then the spinal surgery to reconstruct my entire neck because my brain was herniating into uh, the neck column, which caused a lot of instability in the neck. 
and um, it took about two or three years of recovery. Uh, in the course of the time, I was paralyzed uh, for a week at a time, for about a week. Um, I couldn't use my arms very well. I couldn't do a lot for myself during those first couple of years and uh, in recovery, it was very tough. Um, before I had my surgery, I even knew what was going on. I got to the point I couldn't even sleep uh, laying down. I had to sit up in a chair in a recliner and sleep at night for over a year. And then after I had these surgeries, I still had struggles and my quality of life improved. And I still had daily struggles, but what had happened is um, almost five years ago, that is when uh, I met Krista Joy. And um, I, my life was all really, really serious stuff at this point. And um, a friend of mine had invited me to go see Peter Alden, Orlando. And I said, oh, I don't know because I just really didn't like going to a lot of shows and stuff then because the condition had affected my voice. Of course, you're going to hear my voice is kind of soft, and uh, I used to sing. So I didn't really go to a lot of uh, events and stuff like that. And plus, I was on the streets a lot trying to save my daughter's life and um, my grandchildren. And uh, at the time, there was three of them okay. I was trying to save. And um, my life was just really serious stuff. There was, it was just a really tough time. And so I finally, my friend kept pushing me and she invited me to again and again. And so I went to the show. Well, when I went to the show that day, um, <clears throat> I sat there and... I remember Krista coming over to my table. I'm sorry. And um, we, she said hi, and she told me her name. And I said hi. And um, she said, uh, you know, do you want some cake? It was a little past Pierre's birthday. And I said, sure. So we got to talking, and soon after that, we got to talking more. And um, she started inviting me to more events. And then probably, I would say about nine months later, somewhere in there, she asked me if I wanted to be her assistant. And uh, I said, yeah, sure. After we got to talking, she actually was going to help me with another entertainment friend of mine because I was doing event, event coordinating for him. And... Um, I said, yeah, sure, I could do that. And so we started working together. And I started. she started taking me to different places. And uh, I would watch her. And uh, one day she had took me to Disney, and she was doing something for the Walt Disney World magazine. And I just stood there, and I watched her doing this live. And I thought, oh, just maybe... I could follow my dream of spreading hope. And at this point, I had never told anyone that I had this dream. I had never expressed it to anyone. Okay. So on the way home in the car, I told Krista, I said, you know, I said, I have this dream about spreading hope. But I said, you think that's really something possible that people would want to uh, 
you know, here in a show. And she's like, yeah, everybody needs help. And I said, well, I see myself doing like this large festival, like Music of Hope. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's always been in my heart to do that. And she said, yeah, anything's possible. So we continued on, and uh, I continued, you know, to work with her in events and stuff like that. And it was um, actually two years ago, I Krista had introduced me to this other lady. And um, her name is Mary El Morales, and Krista... Uh, we were talking, and I was telling her I was talking to Marielle, and she said, you know, would you be interested in going into uh, the program that I do, uh, the life artist program? I said, sure. So I did that, and she pushed me and pushed me, and so finally I told my story Okay. Uh, of what I had been through. And I created the Voice of Hope podcast. Okay. And um, then I created the podcast, and it just started out as a podcast. And uh, I had Krista on there. And, and by the way, anybody who's listening, Krista is going to be on my uh, show on January the 9th. On great. Beverly Nations on O&E. Oh, and great. Gonna, yeah, and you're going to hear more about Krista. Uh, I just... Yeah. Uh, okay. I wanted to have her on to tell the whole story. And um, so finally, I had the podcast, and um, then someone said, you should do Facebook Live. And I didn't know if I was quite ready for that. And so September, in the fall of September, came along, and that's the awareness month for my condition. And I just went for it, and I started doing the Voice of Hope. And then it just started to blossom from there. And then now I'm on uh, the radio show that we both are on together, the Beverly Nations O&E. And um, I'm doing the Voice of Hope there. Actually, tomorrow is my first show. Okay, beautiful. Voice of Hope there. And uh, so that's how the Voice of Hope got started through my dream that I had many, many years ago. And then I met Krista and she helped keep that dream alive and here I am today well uh, I'm going to ask you some personal questions because everyone who knows me knows that I always try to give encouragement and spread hope through all my shows regardless of the topics or my guests right and your story can absolutely help a lot of people guys I, I've been struggling with bronchitis so excuse my voice so um your story can actually help a lot of people out there. You're a parent of an addict. Yeah. Okay. We're not going to get into details, but I want you to share something with them that allowed you to keep the faith and strength while you went through that, while you were raising your grandchild. What What was that that did that for you? Well, I guess... There was a turning point uh, about five years ago um, when my child was in a very, my daughter was in a very serious situation, and um, I actually happened to be out hunting her on the streets really late one night, and um, I was at my wit's end, and I 
actually went down the street that I knew she was always on, and it was actually called Hope Avenue. And um, I came to the end of that street, and at the end of that street, there was a, a steeple. There was a church, and I could see the steeple lit from my car lights. And at that moment, it's like God was saying to me, she's alive, so there's always hope. Okay. And at that moment, he said, you have to give her to me. And I knew that I had to depend on God to protect her and let him do the work and relinquish and let go of trying to save her, that I couldn't save her. And I, he gave me peace that day. It wasn't easy because when it's your child, you'll do anything you can to save their life. And I did, even risking my own life. But I had peace that day that everything would be okay, and it actually was. She showed up that day alive. And um, I knew from then on I had to, you know, just trust that God would take care of her, and she's still alive to this day. So there's always hope. So, you know, I, I wanted you to tell that because, you know, I want families out there to know. You know, I say this constantly. Unfortunately, I don't believe today there's anyone out there who doesn't know someone or is struggling with some sort of addiction. And that's just heartbreaking to me. Um, but I just want everyone out there to know, you know, even if they don't believe in God, you know, there's, how do I say this? Put your faith in a God, even if you don't believe him and, and ask him to show himself to you. God will do that for you. He will reveal himself. Okay, and sometimes it takes us being like so down and hurt, right, Andrea, for us yeah. to like cry out to him. Exactly. You know, but I, I know for myself, I could never go through life without believing in God. You know, um, and I say this, and I, I said this actually on another show of mine, you know, if I'm wrong and there is no God, I have nothing to lose. But knowing and believing in this God who's got my back makes me go through life feeling a lot better. So right yeah. there, it's worth it for me. That's so true because I couldn't have made it a day without there you God go. on my side. There's no way. Me too. There's no way. Me too. So let's talk about your show now. So um, what kind of guests do you have? You actually had me. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, it was so cool. But what kind of guests do you have? Uh, I have guests uh, with all different topics. Uh, I have I do addiction uh, a couple times a year. I take a whole month and I dedicate that to addiction, like when you came yep. on this month. And um, then I have guests on with different chronic illnesses. Uh, this coming year, I'm going to have guests on who's experienced abuse of different kinds. Uh, divorce, uh, you know, just all different topics. Okay. No, to no topic I really don't cover. Okay. Because I feel like we all have a story to tell. And what someone else may be going through, I may not have experienced. But that person that hears that person's story is walking in their shoes. And they can relate to them by hearing their story. You know the song Elvis wrote, 
you walked a mile if you walked a mile in my shoes i love the poem before yep. that song. and it's so true so i like to have people on with various topics so i can reach everyone you know that's going through different situations because we all experience different journeys in our life so can you tell me what one or two of I don't want to use the word favorite, but you know what I mean, like topics. Let's say that. A couple of your favorite topics of guests that you have had on that they've shared with you. Uh, well, I would say addiction. Okay. Your story really amazed me because you're 28 years clean, and I had not spoken to someone uh, that had been that many years clean. Oh, and I had spoken to someone that was close to that many years, but uh, that just gives you know me hope for my loved one, and um, that's why I was so thrilled, you know, for you to come on and share that, and others out there who are fighting addiction need to hear that because you know I know a lot of people because of daughter suffering with addiction and um, they need to hear that that there is hope and to see someone that has made it this many years and all that you're doing now and um, that's what I really liked about having you on and uh, I got a lot of feedback too from your interview from different people that are just like one year two years recovery and they're like thank you so much you know that gives me hope. And um, I was trying to think. There's another guest that I had on, actually, uh, that had my condition, Matthew Lemke. He's a young man. He's in his 20s. And he had the surgery that I had, and he was paralyzed from the neck down after he had the surgery, the brain, brain surgery that I had. And... Um, he wrote a book called Faith Over Fear, and he was walking 23 days later, which they didn't know if that would be possible. So his story is one story that, you know, really sticks out in my mind, too. And, of course, there's a couple more people I can mention. You know, and I had Krista uh, Joy on, and she told her story. Uh, it's just remarkable all that she does. And Peter Alden, right? He has a, rem- a remarkable story right. too, and that's what he went through. And you know, he lost his son from a rare condition. And um, there's there's so, so many others that I can mention. Okay, you know, uh, um, I want to mention someone who's going to be my guest on December 18th with Remember Then Radio because I think it's appropriate for this conversation. His name is Noah Galloway, The Remarkable Rebirth of an American Soldier. Uh-huh. He lost, he's in his 30s, late 30s, he lost his arm and leg in the war. Oh, wow. Okay? And he went through depression, of course, drinking, but his family, you know, his kids were being, were suffering from it, and he is now incredible. He was on the Reader's Issue Men's Health Okay, he came in third or fourth Dancing in the Stars, Dancing with the Stars. He's now an author, a motivational speaker. His book is Living with No Excuses. 
And the reason I brought him up was because we're talking about hope. And I want everyone out there to understand there's always hope. If this man could have done what he's done, that's incredible. Okay, that's incredible. You know, we all go through things and while we're going through them, and I'm not diminishing anything anyone goes through, whenever we're going through something, and it could be really minor to someone else, it's still huge to us at that moment. You know, so we are allowed to feel our pain and we are allowed to feel like it's so overwhelming. But then we have to get to a point where we say, okay, now we have to deal with it. Now we have to write what's been wrong or try to heal from this. Do you agree with that, Andrea? I totally agree with that. You also mentioned to me about music. Let's talk a few minutes about that. What music has done for you? Music, it's been in my life, I guess, since I was a little girl. Can you talk Uh, a little louder, Andrea? Just a little? Uh, I said, yeah, music has been in my life pretty much since I was a young girl, probably like six or seven. Um, I would sing gospel music with my family, and uh, we would travel throughout the South. And up until probably my early teens, and um, then I went to college for music. Actually, I wanted to be a music teacher, and of course, that's where I, I, you know, quit college because my dad had passed away um, during that time, and it was a very difficult time for me. But even though I had gave up the music, uh, pursuing it and teaching it, uh, music really helped me a lot. I used music as therapy, and I actually have wrote some songs. And whenever I had my brain surgery, um, and I was in ICU, I had a near-death experience, and they said, um, when I woke back up, I said, can you please bring my music in, because I had brought a CD player with me, and she said, no, we don't allow that, and I said, you, and I said, please, please, and so she brought it in, and just being able to listen to that soft music, during the time I was healing, it helped me so much. And then through my recovery in the next couple of years, I would always, you know, listen to music. And um, they actually have music therapy in hospitals now, yep. especially on neuroscience floors like I was on. And they incorporate it with the healing. And I'm so glad they do that now because uh Music is very therapeutic, and it, it helped me a lot, and it helped me with my creativity, my thought process. Um, some people, you know, with my condition, they say, how do you still write? Well, it's because I always, you know, listen to music, and I'll get motivation from it, and then that's where a piece that our poem that comes to me, I will write. And um, through my recovery, and I would be listening to music, one of my very first poems I wrote was called The Power of Hope. And that was soon after I come out of the hospital. And I had come home and I was uh, listening to some music. And that came up, 
you know, that I've heard that song. You remember that old song, The Power of Love? Of course. That's how I came up with my very first poem called The Power what? of Hope. Oh. Because God showed me that, for me, hope stood for healing, opens purpose, and enlightenment. Once we find healing in our life, it opens us up to find our purpose, and it enlightens us to go out and share that with others to give them hope that they can make it through their struggles. Wow. That's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Absolutely beautiful. Do you have a poem available? I know we didn't talk about this, but do you have one you could read? Uh, well, actually, I have the very first poem oh. that I wrote I have memorized. Oh, let's do poem. it. And um, I, it refers to meds in the poem when I wrote this poem uh, because I couldn't take uh, very many meds because my body was so sensitive to them. But now I know when I wrote this poem, I wrote this poem 13 years ago. This poem was not just meant for me. I never knew I was going to be fighting for my loved one through addiction and so many others I've shared this poem with. And now I know why I wrote it this way. Okay. But the poem goes, it's called The Power of Hope. I woke up today and I realized the meds don't always work. But there's a reason for that alert. I know someone who can heal all the pain and hurt. Today is a new beginning, and I'll never give up trying. Even though today, some days may be difficult, you never know this may be the day that something amazing happens. Thank you, Lord, for another try. Thank you, Lord, I'm still alive. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. It's beautiful. Wow. So now, um, let's talk a little bit about when you're interviewed, okay? Because you haven't been interviewed much, right? No, this is only my third time. Okay. So, um, your other two interviews. So, when you do, when you are interviewed, okay, because I, me, myself also, you know, I've only maybe been interviewed six or seven times, you know, we do most of the interviewing. Um, yeah. When you are interviewed, like today, what would you say to the people listening? What is something that really stands out in your heart and in your mind that you want to share with others? What would you say to them to bring them hope today? I want to share if you're out there listening and you're going through a tough situation in your life, no matter what it may be, that just just to never give up hope. Because during the times when I was going through all these different circumstances through many years of my life, I couldn't see the light at times. And... When I had my near-death experience, for a moment, I was out of pain, and I wanted to just let go, And uh, but I'm so glad I did not let go, because here I am, 13 years later, and I'm raising my oldest grandchild. I've fought for my other two grandchildren, and my loved one's still alive, and I've created 
that show the voice of hope out of my struggles and met so many mm. wonderful people like Jerry herself. And that has given me hope. So no matter what you're going through out there, push through it as hard as it may be. And you feel like that mountain that you're climbing is not attainable. <laughs> Trust me, it's attainable. I've had hard days and I still have difficult days, but you can make it if you just trust in God and never, ever, ever give up. If you get knocked down, you just get right back up and you just start over. If you're going to start back from the beginning, you just go back to the beginning. You start over again, but you just never give up. And I promise you, you'll be so satisfied with yourself for not giving up in the end. Because I look back and think, if I had have given up, where would my grandchild be today? Where would my grandchildren be today? And I would never have, would have met the beautiful people that's come into my life. So there's always hope, no matter what you're going through. Wow, beautifully said. You know, there's another man out there. I don't know if you've heard of him. If not, you want to check him out as well. The first time I saw this man, he was in the audience of an Oprah show, but it was a different show she she had. She had two other women sitting at a table with her on a stage. And there were three steps that had to go up to this stage. And this man, his slogan is, no arms, no legs, no worries. I forget his name. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, Nick. The, there the, you go. The there I just you. listened to him this morning. Okay. I loved listening to You listened to him yes. this morning, yes. No arms, no legs, no worries. Imagine that. The guy hopped off the chair when she called him to come up, and he went to the steps, and he hopped up to one and turned around and said something to the audience. Hopped up on the second. So he kept doing that. To me, one of the most amazing people ever, being born with no arms and no legs, not only is he a motivational speaker, he has a family. The guy, uh, what do you call it? Um, in the water, you know, uh, surfs, surfs. Uh-huh. I mean, unbelievable. He's jumped out of planes. Okay. Now tell me that's not unreal. It's amazing. I listened to him this morning and he actually just recently had his 37th birthday. He's younger than my daughter. <laughs> it's amazing. I, during some of my recovery, I was listening to him, and I uh, read his book. I think it's called Unshakable Faith. Okay. And and uh, I love his story, and every time I would have a bad day, even when I couldn't use my arms for a period of time, he doesn't have no arms. And uh, I was like, I can do this. I can do this. But, yeah, he, he is just such an inspiration i would recommend anyone checking that's right nick, nick uh it's b-i-j-u-i-c-i i think wow i can't believe you knew exactly his name everything that's beautiful <laughs> yeah i listen to him a lot yeah. it's awesome he's incredible um now music so i have a cd i want to share this with everyone out there it's called feather light the cd has got to be over 35 years old it could be even older and once I started my recovery, I played that thing to, to this day. I played that thing every day. 
And it's just inspirational music. That's it. Beautiful. The name speaks for itself. Feather Light. The music is absolutely beautiful. And, you know, other than my, you know, Christian music I listen to and Elvis, of course, and my oldies, um, that music saved my life. Because no matter what I was feeling or what I was going through back then, as soon as I would put the music on, it took my mind to a happy place. And once your mind is at this happy place, your body feels that happiness. Because everything is mind over matter. You know, whatever we feed into our minds, our body feels and reacts to. So music is incredibly healing. And I would just suggest that to everybody out there listening. What's some of your favorite healing music? Um, Well, I love a lot of uh, gospel music. Uh, I love a lot of uh, soft uh, music, uh, melodies. And I like a lot of uh, piano music that doesn't have words, you know, just some beautiful, soft tones, you know, just to listen to sometimes that helps me kind of clear my mind and it just seems to calm the body and there's actually uh there's music that you can listen to like if you have neurological conditions or other conditions that actually calms the body into a state of feeling well right i don't know if people know that but um you can go onto youtube and say uh you know search for music to calm the nervous system like when you're upset or okay something like beautiful that. and i do that a lot and it's i it really does calm you know a person when they're upset just to sit down and you know i'll pray and i like to sit and listen to that and just it is mind over matter it totally is absolutely and, you know just and Waymaker is one of my favorite songs uh, I love that song, uh, and, uh, you know, just worshiping God, you know, as I listen to the, these music and praising him that I'm still here and, uh, just getting into that mindset, you know, it does calm the mind because when there's a lot going on in your mind, you know, the battlefield of the mind, it is a battle in there. And you can get yourself to thinking all these things. I'm not going to make it. You know, this is never going to end. But then when you get to listen to some soft music, praying, you know, and just, it all just calms the body down. Right. It's so powerful how our minds work and how music really plays a, a role in that and just calming the body. And, uh, I love all music, you know, there's pretty much, except maybe heavy metal, I don't listen to that, but I love, you know, pretty much all music, but those are some of my favorites, is gospel music, and uh, just soft music with no, you know, lyrics, just the same. When I wrote my book, um, I did some, a chapter in there, and part of it was about mind over matter, Uh and I did an experiment. Because my father had Alzheimer's the last seven years of his life. And I remember, and and it was in the beginning stages, maybe the first year and a half, I made him this incredible homemade 
Italian meal, one of his favorites, and a lot of food. And 20 minutes after he ate, he looked at me and he said, did I eat yet? And I thought, how powerful the mind is. Your body is so full, but your mind doesn't know it unless the body tells it. Your body doesn't know it. I mean, I'm sorry, the opposite. Your body doesn't know it unless your mind tells it. So that made me really start thinking, Andrea. And I did the, did this little experiment. I laid in my bed. It was late at night and I had my soft, I have a sound machine on with waves and, you know, it's really awesome. And I had that playing and I was smiling and thinking of the ocean and the sun and it was great. Then I purposely changed my thoughts to very, very, very bad, scary thoughts. It was 30 seconds. That's all it took. My heart started pounding. My, I had like, you know, an anxiety up and I'm like, okay, okay, it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. Here I am faking myself out. Then I got to tell myself it was fake. Think about how powerful our minds are. They're very powerful. And that's uh, funny you brought that up because there's a movie called Mind Over Music. I highly recommend it. Oh, okay. Because this movie was, uh, it was beautiful. The woman had uh, the man was a doctor and his mother had died of Alzheimer's and he did an experiment with music. He met this woman on the streets and he seen her singing beautifully. And when she would quit singing, she, uh, would be, you know, herself, you know, for a while. And then her friend that was with her, uh, he come up and started talking to the friend and said, what, what's wrong with her? Because she would go back and forget stuff. He said, well, you know, she can't remember things. And he got to know her and, um, he started to experiment at, with uh, music. And, uh, during the movie, they had called another country. This doctor had, cause he was doing this experiment. People who had been in catatonic states, comatose, uh, 80 something years old, this one lady, they had played some Elvis music, and it brought her back to that time that she was in, and she come out of the comatose state. And they did experiments with music like this, because listening to music a lot of times, it will take us to another place. Maybe you hear that song, and it takes you to that time you listen to it, whether it was good or it was a bad time. So if... if you listen to music that really inspires you and uplifts you. It can take you to a good place, like you were saying just now. And it goes to prove that they're using music therapy like this to heal people. And it's working in people who has uh, early dementia. And I have another uh, example of this. My mother is in early stages of dementia. And on my birthday, I'm trying to cry without saying this, on my birthday this year in October, my brother uh, sends me a video uh, of him playing the guitar. My mother was singing so beautifully the song that I used to sing when I was a little girl called There's Always a Rainbow After the Storm. It was by an old Southern Gospel group. And... Uh, Perfectly. She knew every word. Every word. Incredible, right? 
music does so much for the mind and they're finding that more and more it it exercises you use um i think it is the right side of the brain is more of what we're using during this time when when uh you listen to music when you actually sing it it uh works more that part of the brain yep and uh i was just amazed it was the best birthday present i could have got but it is it's so powerful you know our minds are so powerful you know Incredible. people could just understand that if i had a listen to what the doctors were telling me for years i could not eat no foods all i was eating was like pear baby food and crackers and they say we've given up on you we don't know how long you will live if i would have listened to them <laughs> i might not be here today you're right and i left that doctor and i went home and i changed my diet i started you know listening to some music one day and I was like, okay, this is not going to happen. And I started listening to healing scriptures on cassette tape, on um, CD. And I just would play them over and over and over. And I did not know even what was wrong with me. And still when I found out what was wrong with me, I said, I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be healed. And I would just listen to that even when I was asleep. I would listen to those that soft music with those healing scriptures playing. Beautiful. Beautiful. And it's just remarkable oh. how our mind, mind over music, you know, <laughs> that, that, that music, that movie was so powerful. I've watched it a few times. I would recommend it to someone who doubts the power of music and God and just how our, he can use music to I call it a miracle in the mind. We all see miracles in the body. We can see that physical miracle sometimes happen, whether a person, you know, is not walking again, and all of a sudden they're walking. But can when you can have that miracle inside your mind, that is the most amazing thing. Whether you have battled addiction, whether you've experienced traumas, abuse at the hands of someone else, when you can take what's happened to you in your mind and heal from that trauma, that abuse, or whatever it may be, and start to reprogram your mind, that's a miracle in your mind. Andrea, I want to thank you so much. We're coming to the close of the show, and I just want to say to you personally, thank you so much for all this encouragement that you just gave everyone out there. What a beautiful thank show. You for You're welcome. And I want to thank all my listeners out there today and Remember Then Radio for giving us this opportunity. Andrea is an amazing, amazing woman, and uh, I really want you to check her out, okay? We're going to close today's show with Peace by Nikki Adio because I think this song is incredibly appropriate. Andrea, I love you. Thank you, sweetheart. I love you too, Jerry. Thank you for having me on. Okay, sweetie.